Uga chaka, uga chaka, uga, uga, uga chaka. Yes, yes, we are hooked on a feeling. This is NH Unscripted, of course. We are the antidote to all of the other infections out there. I am your uga chucking host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from high atop the studios of WKXL in Concord. And for those of you who still use radios, we can be found at 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Those are both Concord located. And for you happy, happy souls in Manchester, 101.9 FM. For those of you who have no idea what a radio is but only go by URLs, we can be found at nhtalkradio.com. Woo! We are barreling into November very shortly. I have some tremendous guests in the studio today, but before I introduce them, I need to thank my sponsor, Lakes Region Fence. They are out there at lrfence.com. So, you know, some folks have a family night where they sit around playing happy, happy hippo and, you know, life, risk, or stratego. But over at the Dudley household, Mom puts on her floral apron, pops in the Swanson frozen dinners into the oven. And little Timmy and I, we turn on the dial-up modem, waiting eagerly for LRFence.com to fire up because we want to see the latest photos of fences that those folks have done. Little Timmy pats Lassie on the head. Mom proudly stands with her hands on her hips, looking over the family, another memory about to be built. Little Timmy... That glint in his eye as he begins to see the first photo pop up. And he looks over at me and says, Pa, Pa, that fence could have been the one around the well that I fell into, right, Lassie? And Mom and I chuckle and chuckle. Oh, another great evening at the Dudley household. Mom brings out my Salisbury steak TV dinner. And we just go for the next few hours Bonding, bonding, creating another memory. Lakes Region Fence, we salute you as we break out our little brownie camera taking photos left and right. Ah, LRFence.com, the memories you provide. Well, now that I've tortured that segment, in studio with me today, gosh, we are loaded to the gills with talent. I have folks from the production currently taking place at the Hatbox Theater, and it is called Lizzie. The director, Olivia Martinson, is here. Tim, got, you can say hi. Hi, Ray. <laughs> Tim Goss, music director, is here. Hello, hello. And yet to come on is going to be Lizzie Borden herself, Jordan Formacelli. She's in the house. Okay, I have so many questions. I really, really do. Now that Lakes Region Fence probably canceled me. Um, how's the show going? You're two weekends down, right? Yep. Yep. It's going incredibly well. Meaning? Um, band sounds great. The cast sounds great. We've gotten really good audience reception. Yeah? Yeah. It's it's going so good. How would you describe the show? Um, It's... It's, I would say it's more of a rock concert than it is a musical when people like think musical. Yeah. 
Um, there's minimal blocking going on, but there's, and there's an emphasis on the music portion, the singing, the band is right on stage. Um, but you do have blocking. So you get like the story of Lizzie Borton. But doesn't it get kind of crowded? I mean, it's not a big stage. Uh, that was probably the most challenging bit because we knew we wanted the band on stage and it, it's a really cool band. It's, uh, six musicians. How many instruments do you guys have? Between you uh, so a cello has um, a cello, a keyboard, a triangle, a shaker, a tambourine. I have a keyboard. Uh, my guitarist has a guitar. My guitar two has a guitar or two guitars and a keyboard. Um, percussion has a whole slew of stuff, and Damon just has a bass. <laughs> yeah, no room for the cast. Were they outside in the parking lot? Good grief. So we did, uh, we, we set it up in such a way that they do have, uh, I think, enough dynamic space to be able to move and tell the story around the band. Um, but it, it was a, it was an interesting project. But there's, if you've been in the Hatbox, you know there's audience on three sides. Correct. So we kind of use, I keep calling them like the stage right and stage left corridors. And then we have obviously the apron in front and then we have a center aisle through the band and a platform up behind them. So, you know, they're, the actors are rarely in like what you would consider that main playing space, but yeah. they're they're all over. They're really. Um... So when you designed, when you were planning on working in the hat box, did you realize right away we may have an issue here? I mean, it, it's got to be like oh sure <laughs> airport traffic, right? I mean, my goodness, how does that staging all work? We used um, in our rehearsal space a lot of cones. Cones, cones. Really, just uh, you know, knowing the measurements of the theater and knowing the approximate measurements of the the set and the band, because it really was. We kind of knew the whole time, like yeah. we're not going to be in the actual space until we load in, and we're going to have to probably address some some crowding at that point. But it ended up working out. I think honestly a lot more smoothly than I could have imagined. I was optimistic obviously the whole time. Yeah. But with that, especially as a first time director, the the thought of like, is this actually gonna work? Have I made a, a grave series of errors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how long is the show? It's about a tight ninety. Yeah, it's pretty close to exactly ninety, I think. Intermission? Yep. yep. It is. Okay, so it's two acts. Yes. Yep. Okay. So why don't you briefly give me an overview of what the show is really about? I mean obviously with Lizzie in the title kinda gives it away but i mean there's the nursery rhyme lizzie borden took an axe yes. gave her mother 40 wax yes. when she saw what she had done she gave her father 41 okay so there's the first five that minutes is, of the show no. <laughs> that's, uh, that's act one that's uh, that is act one <laughs> the set are already halfway the setup. through yeah. yeah yeah i think act one uh spends a lot of time setting up the relationships between the four characters so the show is told with, with four four actors, and they play, respectively, uh, Lizzie Borden, her sister, Emma Borden, her neighbor, Alice Russell, and their the Borden's uh, housemaid, Bridget. So there's four actors? Yes. Um, and about 30 musicians? Is that what you just said? <laughs> Six musicians. Six oh, musicians. Oh, okay. It the seemed like there were an awful lot of instruments yeah. I heard there. Olivia, what, as the director and first-time director, you said, right? Yeah. Okay, what was the biggest challenge? What What did you, like, find that you, you had no idea was coming? You, did you have any difficulty staging in your mind? Um, 
I, I mean, I didn't necessarily know, because I had never done it before, what exactly my approach was going to be. Um, and I ended up finding that kind of what worked best for me was seeing it in my brain and then just talking it out to my four incredibly patient actors. Did you have to, like, storybook it, you know? And, and um, I mean, what went through your head when you... It's Lizzie Borden. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, wiggling arrows, like like a wind map, almost. <laughs> 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 and then this person goes here, and if all of these parts move like this, it will probably look okay. Um, yeah, I didn't... I think what I, like, kind of could, like, intellectually expect, but not actually fully, like, understand until I was experiencing it was just how many aspects I had to consider and how many questions I needed to be able to answer. Um, Answering questions, questions. questions. More and more questions, questions. <laughs> um, and some of them, it was just such, like, a wild range where some were really cool and would stop me in my tracks and be like, oh, you know, like, I hadn't considered that. That's something I want to spend some time on. And then other things were like, you know, Olivia, when I walk on stage holding this item, what hand do you want it to be in? And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not like a micromanager kind I of a... Not. Yeah? Yeah? So, okay. Walk me through. You, you, how do you say, you know what? For my directorial debut, I think I want a rock musical about someone who has killed her parents. <laughs> how does that even come about? Were you not intimidated? Is that not the standard? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently in your world it is. Yeah, um, I, I didn't seek it out. Uh, Marina actually reached out to me um, at some point in the summer and just kind of pitched the project as a, you know, an, an opportunity. She took a lot of time to talk to me and listen to my concerns, um, and ultimately I decided that... Marina and the rest of the diving team were people I really trusted, and it was a really cool project I wanted to be a part of. All right, we're going to come back. You hear that music? We need to put on our tap shoes because we are dancing into the next break. Hang on, I'm handing them out right now. Got our happy feet going. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your glad-to-be-out-of-bed host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the studios of WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord. And those blessed souls of Manchester, catch us on 101.9 FM. Hey, head out to nhtalkradio.com after the show. We're coming right back. I got a lot more questions for the folks from Lizzie. Welcome back to NH Unscripted. I am your Barry White voiced lookalike Ray Dudley. My voice is just stripped, but hey, we're having fun. We are in the studios of WKXL in Concord, buried deep within the bunkers. You can hear us at 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord. 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com is where you will find this show. There's also a live button out there. Did you know it? Did you know it? You can hear us live as well as find all of our archives and the archives of all the other great programs here at the studio. Enough yapping by an old man. I have in studio with me Olivia Martinson, director of, is it Lizzie? Is that the, the one word? Is it a one word title? It's a one word title. Lizzie. 
We have Tim Goss, musical director for mm-hmm. said show as well, and we are chatting about the musical. Olivia was up, and she was talking about she's. This is her first time directing. She picks up Lizzie, a rock musical. I don't get it. I mean, I mean, some people would do like Cat in the Hat or something. She picks Lizzie. Olivia, come on, tell me. What, what, are you proud of it, and did everything go like you thought? I'm really proud of it. Yes, um, that's I'm, the right answer. Yeah, I'm really happy with how everything came together. That's the uh, other right answer. And the performances from... You know, our, our four principal cast members are Incredible Swing, who had to step in opening weekend. Um, oh, explain what a swing is oh, for those who don't know. Sure. Uh, a swing is someone who learns all of the, or I guess not necessarily all, but in our case, all of the character tracks in case a actor can't go on. That's they a huge lift, right? That's a huge lift. Yeah, she learned the entire show. My gosh. It's almost disturbing to watch. Yeah, she's insane. <laughs> she's yeah? super talented. What's her name? Rachel. Rachel Smith, Concord mm-hmm. Zone. I didn't know her last name. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for jumping Sorry, in Rachel. there, Tim. <laughs> Tim. Yes. You are musical director. Yeah. Um, what does that actually mean? And in terms of Lizzie, what did that produce? So music, uh, the role of music director uh, means you come in and you teach the cast all of the music. You get the band together. You make sure that they um, are practicing and then you run the show with the band, you kind of get them going, and you're also generally um, the one conducting the band during the show. You are? Yes. Okay, so you don't just grab a check and walk I'm out on the stage the whole time. Oh. Tim is the true star. Oh, I see, I see. Now, is it? did you add any instruments that were not in the original score? I or? did not, and actually that generally is frowned upon um, when it comes to putting on a musical, um, a lot of the licensing companies will get really mad if you do that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, nope, we kept everything as written for the most part. Like, everything's the way it is. Everything's how it came with all the materials. So, the hat box is not exactly set up for, like, a rock opera. Correct. So, acoustically, did you have to overcome anything? Uh, so, that is all Joey Martin's magic touch he is our sound designer okay um and he got it so that it's never overpowering like you can hear every you can hear all the instruments that are on stage and we're playing really loud but you're also hearing the vocals clear as day which is um insane in that kind of a small space that he was able to achieve that with no compromises it's incredible. I mean, for folks who don't really know, or maybe have never been to the Hatbox, what, what's it seat, 90? 99? Come on, it's right up yeah. there. It's just bigger than a phone booth. It's a, yeah, it's an old Coldwater Creek. <laughs> yeah, and you add in a uh, rock band? Mm-hmm. Come on. Is it, for the folks who sit in the first row, it must be like a Gallagher concert, right? I was just yeah. getting hit with music. I imagine the, their hair straight that back. Air, yeah, that advertisement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, uh, how does it, how loud is it? I mean, for as the audience, have you ever seen anybody like copying their ears, going, "That cat gummy, that crazy youth"? Yeah, he sounded a lot like that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're written out. We 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 provide uh, headphone or sorry earplugs for for folks who might want them for for comfort because it is stylistically it is a lot more like 
a rock concert than it is like your standard musical theater fair. So yeah. if you're someone who just you know s- supports the local arts, pe- these are people we love, um, and are just kind of coming to see a show and you don't necessarily know what you're walking into, mm-hmm. you would be caught off guard. Um, as far as like um, like volume level, it's not like a safety concern. It's 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 loud, but um, I never wear headphones when I'm in there. Okay, um, I think it's like. And is it like I, rock? I mean, is it rock? Yes. Hard rock? I mean, are we talking sure like is. Aussie? <laughs> yeah. Well, so there, it's 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 a like it's it's a spectrum because um, you've got some pieces that are like more psychedelic and kind of free flowing, and then you have ones that are bordering on metal. It's like, yeah. We go hard at Lizzie. Are we going to see people like, you know, Kiss come out and like just start wailing away on guitars? Kind of. Not going to lie. There's some shredding going on for sure. So what what does the audience expect? Have you talked to anybody who's like, this is nothing like what I actually thought I was coming to see? My dad said that. He did. (laughs) Yeah. My dad was like, I thought it was going to be like a a play. This was just like a rock concert. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dad. I'm like, yeah, well, you know. He prefers that anyway. Well, at least he came to support it, right? Exactly. I mean, what the heck? Exactly. So how the audience has been. Uh, the, the hat box tends to, how do I put this? It's a great place to perform, but if they don't, folks don't know the show, the numbers can be kind of slim, mm-hmm. unfortunately. How's it for you guys? It's been pretty solid. Um, the strange thing is people don't know when to clap. Oh. Because, oh, just because it's like the music never stops, really. Yeah. Um, and so when Lizzie kills her mom and dad, people don't know they should clap then. I mean, what's, what's happening there? Yay! <laughs> Standing over the homicide. We love the axe. Dude, show us the axe. We want the axe. <laughs> no, but it's it's been like, there have been times where um, like the performers do an insane job and it just like elicits an compulsory applause. Yeah. Um, but there will be times also when like a piece has like a definitive end and people are like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one golf clap in the back there, right. sitting there. However, at the end of acts, like the crowd goes nuts. Like you could tell that they're loving it the yeah. whole time. They're just unsure of when to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Costuming, props wise, anything you had to overcome there, or was it just pretty easy? I mean, it, are there special effects? Oh God! Am I giving anything away? <laughs> Did, did I catch you off guard yeah, here? Are you guys familiar with the show? <laughs> Never what, seen it. What show is this? <laughs> yeah, um, nothing. I would not special effects necessarily. There's some cool uh, projections. Oh, there are. Yeah. So you have room for a projector as well as a screen and and thirty well, musicians. No screen. It, it is. It's displayed on the back of the the back wall of the set. Okay. Um. But yeah, there's there's some uh, projections courtesy of our. Amazing lighting designer Jeremy Tucson, and he's also a rock star. He's also running the lights every night um, for the show, and he does. But he also is in charge of the projections. There's some really cool things that are going on on those. Mm. The lighting is really cool as yeah. well. Cause, um, he did. He also, you know, leaned into the assignment of it being concert style. So there are. Um, he does a lot of cool stuff with color. You're there's not going to tell me there's a disco ball. There's no disco ball. Thank God. There Missed are opportunity. <laughs> Thank God. Yes, I know. I won't we, wear my bell bottoms. We should day. always mention uh, there there are strobe effects oh, used yes. fairly okay. often. Oh, um, I see. So the overview of the, of the uh, I'm going to call it a play, but the production. 
I mean, the experience. Yes, that is yes, Lizzie. there Lizzie we are. Experience. There we are. You said that um, the first half deals with the actual killing. Is it, I know nothing about it. So, how how is this actually structured? Yeah, so the the first act kind of establishes our four characters and I think more importantly the relationship and kind of like power dynamic structure network between the four of them um and it all leads up to the the murders. Um the Do murder- we actually are we sitting in watching why the murders happened? I mean, is that like a psychological yeah. edge there? Is that what's happening? Definitely. Yeah? Yeah. So there's that story for that. Now, so once it's happened, I assume that's intermission, and then you come into what what happens in the second act. Yeah. So act two obviously uh, explores the, the aftermath of of the murders. And Which would be a lot of blood. Sure. Um, and specifically uh, the, the trial of Lizzie Borden and her subsequent acquittal because okay. she was found not guilty. Okay, that's interesting because I don't think most people ever think about a trial. Yeah. We just yeah. hear about the nursery rhyme that Tim so eloquently... Oh, yeah. The trial <laughs> number is My gosh, journey. do you hear that music? Keep your happy <laughs> shoes on. We are dancing into another break. Oh, let me get my Barry White voice going here. Baby, we are coming to you from atop the studios of WKXL. In Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Ooh, Mrs. Kensington, do behave. 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com. We're coming back. We're going to be chatting with Jordan in just a second. Ooh, do I make you randy, baby? Do I? Chicken, dig it, dig it, they can dig it, dig it. We're all digging it here at NH Unscripted. Hey, folks, I am your ever aging host, Ray Dudley. I got my Barry White voice on today. Stripped out from over the past weekend or two, we were up at Gene's Playhouse. We had a little scary thing going on. Olivia asked me if I would bring a present today. Olivia, look what I got for you. Come on. You can give them out. These are remnants of the past weekend. (laughs) We had a great time up there. I'm holding my breath. Pour them right out on the table. Barbecue flavored Mm -hmm. crickets. Uh, Yes. Yes. We are bringing down the house. I'll take one. Yes. I need a chubby one for me. (laughs) Yes. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Cheers. 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 I mean, how this is fitting, right, for Lizzie Borden? Oh, this is kind of a creepy thing. A little gruesome. What? They'll get stuck in your teeth, but. Ooh, crunchy. Huh? 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 Oh, They're smaller than the crickets I have good, at actually. my house, but, you know. What are you going to do? Yeah, I've I know. always heard a great source of protein. I think the eyeball kind of threw me off <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> the little legs get caught in your teeth, but don't worry about that. <laughs> in for right. Olivia, we have swapped chairs. Jordan Formicelli is here, a.k.a. Lizzie Borden herself, <laughs> complete with her acts. Tell me something, Jordan. How's it been going? Um, it's been going really, really well. Hang on, I'm choking on a cricket leg. Hang on here. Yep, clear your throat. 
Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Excuse me. Um, it's been going really well. Um, so we <laughs> we we opened um uh, just uh, two weekends ago, and yes. um, like we said, uh, audiences have been really receptive. Um, whether or not they've been, um, you know, uh, surprised by uh the the rock and roll of it all, or just kind of the the whole experience of the show, um, or they've just been really thrilled with getting to like hear such a you know high caliber rock show in a space that I don't think you would ever expect to you know correct yeah so um, again and and I feel very very fortunate and very lucky um, to have you know a great mix of family and friends and people that I've that I've never met just audience members coming in just you know coming in to see the show um, whether or not they have context of it or not um, and you know, coming up to me in person and also just, you know, sharing their support and feedback with um, the the Hatbox staff and mm-hmm. our production team as well. So it, it, it really is great to um, hear and feel people get so excited. Like we were saying, either, even if it is right at the end of Act One and right at the end of the show or just, you know, post-show and leaving the theater, um, you can tell that, you know, people are walking away um, feeling invigorated or kind of just like blown away by, you know, experiencing that kind of high energy rock in the hat box. So theater. maybe I'm having like an LSD flashback. Uh, hang on here for a second. Are we finding that people are like um, tailgating out in the parking lot, you know, firing up their bongs, getting ready for a rock concert? Are they all out there like putting on makeup and... Firing up doobies. I mean, what's so, going on out there? Like um, Olivia and Tim were saying, I think that you have a lot of the um, traditional theater audiences, mm-hmm. which is a mix of people who um, you have a lot of, you know, cult musical like followings, people who do come in really knowing what to expect. But mm-hmm. that this show doesn't get done a lot. So it's not so much of that. I think you have a lot huh. of Lizzie Borden <laughs> yeah. her musical doesn't get done a lot. I, it's it's it? it's definitely popping up more and more. But it I, is. Huh? I, I will say we have had people in I've. I've seen people right in the front row because we're right on top of the front row. Um, Literally. Yeah. um, I've seen people with, um, you know, like 40, like uh, like 40 wax or some kind of like Lizzie Borden, like fan merch. I was going to ask you if people are showing up with like axes and stuff, you know, the real hardcore fans. You see them out in the parking lot. They got their stone, they're sharpening up their axes. They they definitely come in either, I think, very excited about... um, the you know the history of it the material the show itself or just the fact that it's it's halloween and it's a spooky show so it's very it's very cool to see you know that the range of audience that we're getting whether or not it's people who are very into the material the source material and or just like the concept of the show or people who are like oh i'm this must be an interesting historical period piece i must go see this play (laughs) Okay, yeah. they're probably a little surprised, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All those nuns that show up, they're probably like, what in the world am I watching? It's here? definitely, it definitely takes you through the gamut in regards to the content. Like we've mentioned, it's, you know, it's a little bit of horror. So there is, you know, there's blood. There is a lot of really intense relationships, whether or not it's, you know, between the sisters or, um, you know, the other characters that we have in the show. So 
everything is is usually cranked up to uh, a 10, a hundred, you know? It is like a Gallagher concert, right? <laughs> yeah. Those Basically, people in the front row. That's right. Hair pinned back. <laughs> Let me ask you. Oh, so uh, kids, can kids go? Should they go? Should they stay home? I mean. Uh, um, it's, I would say a solid, a solid PG-13, if not, uh, it's, it's got a few. Um, it's I mean, got there aren't like heads rolling down the aisle, are there? So I mean, it's not so much. I, I think that, um, you know, it's not so in your face with um, the visuals. I think the vi- visuals are striking and lovely and powerful. Um, there's strong language. Okay. Um, and so, and there's, there's just more adult themes so it's it's usually more of the language that catches people off guard um and so you know just be aware of that if you're bringing any younger audience members um you know you just want to be prepared to know that there is adult language and content in the show yeah 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 so as the lead actor actress what do you prefer to be called uh either one's person as a lead person actors i feel like um not to be a little more gender neutral for me. I can dig it, but okay. I can dig it, dig it, she can yeah. dig it, they can dig it, dig it. Yeah. We can all dig it. Tell me, did you do any research for this yourself? Did you have to look into like really what she did? Yeah. When, so how old was she at the time? She was 32. What? Yeah. What? Which I, do, I didn't realize. I always assumed that she was, I don't know why, much younger. I, yeah, did I thought too. she was like early 20s. Yeah. I did too. And yeah. I, I'm 31 and I, 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 quote, I, jo- I joke and I say, and oh, there's still time for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I just I'm always like look at what she accomplished at 32 um, yes, yes. no so Historical yeah it's figure. it's definitely been a, a surprising you know journey to kind of like um, walk through the walk through it with the cast as well because a lot of people in our cast are doing the research um, for it but yeah I did I did some base research but the text is such a strong interpretation of like who these people are that it's not always you know, historical nonfiction. You have to kind of take what the the actual show, like the book and the music, kind of implies about these people, and you have to you have to lean on that a little bit more. Which is not always going to be, you know, this is exactly you know who Lizzie Borden was. Because when you you hear more about like you know how she was perceived by you know the people in the town and everything leading up to the murders, um, she was really like. She was held in high regard. She was an educator and a what? you know a woman of God and what? like very, very held up and um, also a very social person. But in this show, you get like you said a much more psychological um, perspective on this person and on the events that happen. And it's more about the the tension and the torment of her internally. That's that's how I think of it. Is just it's her internal. Um, monologue and feelings and that's all really expressed through the music so that's why you know having having Tim on our team and this like incredible like rock band is so important because it for me and I know for the rest of the cast it really helps us elevate and like feel the feelings of these of these characters of these people and like all of it's it's a lot of tension I would say Um, and yeah I'm not to like uh, not to like segue out of it or anything, but that's why, again, it's really important to have Tim. We've been working with him uh, since 2019, uh, actually. So mm-hmm. we've worked, uh, I've worked with Tim and Divin has worked with Tim for, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, like oh, four, 
almost four years. Four years, yeah. All, all murder musicals. I mean, no, got some, <laughs> got some all, dark ones. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of dark ones. Yeah, like Tim. Like, what have you worked? Oh, with, with so with with Divin, I've done Dogfight, which is based on the 1992 one movie mm-hmm. with uh, was it River Phoenix yes. and oh. the other person I can't remember the name of. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I did that. I did a little original musical called Moments, a little song cycle. Tim, hang on just a moment. Do you hear that music? I do now. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I'm handing out our white jazz gloves right now. Get your little hands shaking. We're going into another break. It was my first, my last, my everything. We are coming to you from the cool spa-like digs of the WKXL studio. Someone hand me a towel. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord. 101.9 FM for the Angels in Manchester. All of our shows, plus the other great ones here at the studio, can be found at nhtalkradio.com. We're almost out of time. What's going to happen here? We'll be right back talking about Lizzie. Uga Chaka. The Rain Man is here. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your Barry White sound-alike today, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the Disneyland-like studios of WKXL in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Those are radio stations for those of you who only deal in URLs. 101.9 FM in Manchester and... For the URL lovers, nhtalkradio.com. In studio with me, in case you're just coming on board, are the folks from the production Lizzie taking place at the Hat Box Theater in Concord. I will let either or one of all three of you tell me about, give me the particulars about the upcoming performances. You have one weekend left, right? Yes, so we have our closing weekend coming up. Um, So we have our remaining three performances, uh, Friday, November 3rd, Saturday, November 4th, and uh, Sunday, November 5th. Um, Friday and Saturday are at 7.30, and Sunday is at 2 o'clock. And they are all taking place at the Hatbox Theater in Concord. And for those who are... Uh, interested in grabbing tickets, uh, which you should be, um, or if you're coming back to see nice the show for a segue. second that time, smooth. yeah, smooth. then you should definitely get your tickets ahead of time. Um, they can be found at hatboxnh.com. And um, like we were kind of mentioning during the break, uh, we're getting they're selling fast. Um, the closing weekend always goes quick, so definitely Torturing get tickets me, ahead of time. Dang it. <laughs> I'm almost a celebrity, I should be getting like a free ticket no i'll pay well i'll we'll get the set senior one rate aside. yeah thanks i'll be Do in you the want a special seat, seat? Yeah, yeah i'll be showing up on the short bus you know it <laughs> all right so uh hatboxnh.com they can get tickets and um you say they're going fast though yeah they, word of mouth is spreading word of mouth is spreading and the it, closing weekend everyone's kind of you know trying to you know get in to see one of those final shows so yeah. definitely just recommend uh getting it ahead of time and sure. we hope to see you there typical audience member someone who's like going to see rocky horror show we definitely like get i feel like we get a mix um you do yeah it but it, it's again it has been a wide range because i think that you know 
some people come in knowing what to expect and other people are just coming in, you know, because they're intrigued by the concept or they know the history. Um, so it's definitely in regards to, you know, Dive In Productions, which, you know, is the group that we're all working uh, with and producing this show. Um it's definitely in our in our brand of kind of darker, um, you know, s- uh, stories and storytelling. Um, we definitely like to share a variety of different stories, but um, we're no uh, strangers to the dark. So um, oh, it's oh, been a fun experience. We went and, there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're not talking about killing babies, are we? No, is, no, no. No, not clubbing baby seals or anything? <laughs> okay. I need to ask you, since Olivia's not on a mic and she can't hear, did she do a good job? It was her directorial debut. Yes, yeah. she did a fantastic job. This she sh- won't know. This just sh- us. This show is um, is no easy feat. Um, it is not traditional theater, so I think really being like open to trying different concepts and not necessarily like definitely having like a strong vision or things that you want to see throughout certain points of the show, but also being really open to letting, um, you know, the audience and I'm sorry, the actors and the uh, band like play, you know, throughout and kind of having a little more like letting it letting it breathe. And there's like a great um, a great balance of structure and uh, play and freedom to kind of do what we want um so that is a very interesting term letting it breathe from an actor's perspective that means that there's some interaction there's a lot of leeway between the director her vision in this case and what the actors perceive right and trying to get that all woven together which means that there's no dick if i can put this correctly there's no dictatorial Right, you're like, hey, I, it has to be this way. I demand it to be, you know, three steps to the left, turn, raise your hand. So there's definitely throughout the show a lot of moments that have to be very specific, mm-hmm. um, and like we've we've gotten that you know structure throughout the show, um, but there are you know moments you know big and small where. Um, you know, the actors also, I feel like just, you know, we've, we've kind of been given this, the setup of the scene or the song and, um, we, you know, we have certain points to hit, um, to make sure that we're telling the story in a clear, cohesive way. But we're also, um, I don't want to say necessarily like improv, but we are, we are able to feel it each, each show day, each show night. And like, it doesn't always have to be exactly the same every single time um there's a lot of things again the structure of the music that you have to, you have to follow you know Thank you, <laughs> within Mr. the Boss. yeah exactly um but in regards to just like um letting us kind of feel it each show um that has been a really cool experience yeah okay so the, uh, mind that for me a little bit there um it doesn't mean you're freewheeling it, it, exactly. There's there's always kind of there are always those points um, like kind of connecting the dots and like always, um, you know, specific movements assigned to certain songs and specific times that we have to, you know, you know, be in a certain place, whether or not that's physically or emotionally, we have to like be in a certain, you know, place in the show. Um, but uh, it it can kind of always, you know, depending on, you know, how the actors and the band are kind of flowing together um there's 
yeah, there's just a little bit more room for interpretation. And like, I, I think that, again, um, Olivia's been really great about the balance of structure um, versus also like trusting the actors and Tim and the band to like yeah. carry us through um, the show and the narrative. But there's always that care and attention to detail. And like, I think the biggest thing um and I've gotten a chance to work with Olivia now several times as a performer. I've gotten Listen to, to her chat you up, girl. I've I've gotten Woo! to act with Olivia as well Is as Jordan direct her. auditioning for the next play. What's going on here? And I I have to I have to sing her praises. I'm feeling the girl power here in the room. My <laughs> you gotta God. you gotta. Um, and um, again, I think that for me, a, a really important thing, and and you can't really you can't really teach this. It just has to come from the person. Is 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 trust. Um, and and that's what I, I really appreciate about um, b- both Olivia and Tim because at this point I will be I'm the first one to say it that I can get very self-conscious and like I'm I'm a very analytical person at times and very uh, overthinking at times because I like to have intention with everything I do but sometimes people just need to tell me like I trust you you're do you're you're on the right path and I feel like. Um, both of them as a directorial team, as well as the rest of our um, crew and, you know, the leadership that we have at Divin, um, we we foster that, I yeah. believe. So is it difficult to sing? I, I mean, for instance, <laughs> take Sondheim. Anyone can sing. Oh, oh, no. oh you mean the show. You, you walked into a landmine there. <laughs> I hate Sondheim. I mean, I love his music, mm. but I cannot Hurt sing me. it. Well, I can't <laughs> sing anyway. But is it lyrically and, and how is it? How is it for an actor to pick up the music? It and, uh, it depends on the song. There are some songs that it's like, oh, this is yeah, this is super catchy and really easy. But there are also some that are like, oh boy, this one's really tricky because of either like. The words are like very similar per verse, or they're like really you know, wordy words, mm-hmm. or um, you have uh, songs that like don't feel um, rhythmically uh, innate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would I would say that some some of these songs, um, not that they're a cakewalk, but some of them, for me personally, I know that I really like locked into and I'm like oh this is really a great you know this feels good when I'm singing it and some songs like Tim was saying is like the genre of the song for me is like I love rock music, but I don't get to sing that on a regular basis. And like he said, um, I do. The, <laughs> right? I will come on in, sub it for me. Um, I I had a, a tricky time with like some of you know the 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 rhythm and 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 the word. Like again, it's kind of like a mile a minute, just like with everything that you have to get into the song. And because it's not like traditional musical theater, some of them you know are just tricky because I'm you know we're not used to but I I feel like again a lot of us we have a lot of people in the cast who have a real you know breadth of experience um in regards to the music that they've sung you know prior to this show um and some people who are not coming from a strictly musical theater background so they take to it like a you know fish to water dang I wanted to ask you if it was is there anything like that like a twist I mean you don't like break out in like a rockette dance all of a sudden do you 
No, we're just really. Uh, it's kind of just all. Come back to life. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> rise from the dead. Is there any nudity? I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh, we have another one for the archives. Thank you, Jesus. This has been NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the Taj Mahal-like digs of WKXL Studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, 101.9 FM for you wonderful souls in Manchester. Go out now to nhtalkradio.com and find all the other archives. Treat yourself. It's a a feast out there. Thank you to Jordan. Thank you to Olivia. Thank you to Tim. It's been a pleasure. I'll be back for the next one. I'm coming to the show.